Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in. Most of you probably don't know, we have a newsletter that just came out now on Neon. It's uh, documenting what the new and latest news is in article form, as well as links to things like top picks, uh, content, as well as Neon Bay, which is new and exciting items for sale online that we highlight. I hope you can subscribe, link in our bio on our IG page, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton, Transform and roll out. Monony on show. It's Max, and I'm with Renee Domingo, photographer. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So, Renee, you're out in uh, Sacramento, California. Um, quite a long heritage. Obviously, you've been there, your family's been there for many years. Um, but going into really the topic at hand, you've created a really great show. It's called Neon Nostalgia. Uh, it just came out February of this year. Um, obviously, due to COVID, you know, the word's been getting out slowly here and there. So, love to have you on to talk about that. Um, you know, we're just kind of getting into it. Can you start off by just telling our listeners a little bit about how you began working as a photographer and then maybe how you ended up in Neon? Sure. Yeah. So, the story for me would be um, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a creation of myself. So, um, I pre photography. I worked for the American Heart Association. I worked in the corporate world and post, uh, you know, for son, I thought, you know, I'm going to go do something creative. And I had all along wanted to do photography way back when I was in college. So I basically started taking classes, one class at a time in photography. And that's, you know, how my photographic journey started. So, you know, at first it was just trying a little bit of everything. And I, you know, I've done portraiture, nature, landscape. And, you know, I just kept going back to the streets really. And that was a place I felt comfortable. And, you know, I'd go in old neighborhoods, I would self-assign, you know, I'd look for landmarks and historical things just because I was drawn to it. And so that's sort of how it started being more focused. And then we'll fast forward to about a couple of years ago, I was um, looking for, you know, the opportunity to create, you know, a nice body of work. And I just was looking through my computer and I noticed, you know, my habits and my habits were really in alignment with vintage, retro, uh, kind of overlooked places, um, old neighborhoods and, you know, the neon I was, I was drawn to, you know, I'd probably been shooting off and on different types of neon for at least the last 10 years. And so, but again, not really super focused until the last couple of years. And, and that's really how it, it started to um, crystallize for me is just, you know, seeing habits and then what I was really drawn to. And I think too, is like just, you know, kind of the finding the, the medium between all of that is like, even your work, you have an interesting way of framing things, you know, even like the kind of the American kind of kind of element to it but also even like murals and like i'm finding things like even like outside work i think neon has an incredible way of delivering a message even towards the exterior you always think of it being part of this kind of commercial framework but it's neat to see people that kind of stop and are kind of developing their photography around neon because it's actually giving people the awareness of hey these are not just like typical landmarks or it's not just a thing that says open obviously those are not as interesting as the larger kind of signs are but um, there's a creative energy in that. And then there's also kind of this neat, you know, photography has a nice way of framing history. You know, it's the ability to kind of stop time and take a moment where it kind of records what's going on. I really think, how has that kind of 
you know, has it helped kind of trend towards what you've been documenting and kind of, are you able to go back and look at some old photos and say, ah, you know, there's that sign or that's not there anymore. I've heard that from, from different photographers here in California. Have you been kind of adjusting to that a little bit? Are there things that you've photographed that you're like, oh man, I'm so glad I got that. Exactly. I mean, that's happened in such a short period of time. Um, seriously, I had shot an image last year in a town called Wairika, Wairika, California, and it was called the Wairika Lodge. And it's had its various iterations over the years, but the sign was um, roughly, I think it was from the 50s. And I had shot it in 2019, and um, I had the um, opportunity to actually um, over, you know, this last little bit, I had to go check up on my mom. And she lives up in that area. And um, we were in our car just driving around. And I said, hey, you know, let's go check out the Wairika Lodge. And I, I went down the street and up and back. And I thought, I know where this is. Like, where is it? I can't find it. And so in my maps, you know, I put in the address. And I drove by it. And my mouth just fell to the ground. I mean, it, this was a significant sign. And I mean, as far as even how large it was. And I just couldn't believe it. Like I looked at my mom and I'm like, are you kidding me? It's, it's gone. Like nothing, no, there's nothing, no pole. And I just, I was totally shocked. And so, you know, again, just within the last year, like that sign is gone. Another thing, um, another sign I was in Stockton again over probably the last couple of months and a shot, you know, a parking parking lot sign that I had taken um i just was driving i was on the freeway i could see this place off the freeway and i looked you know toward the building and i thought huh where's that sign and i got off the freeway drove down to the building and i was like there's no sign here so i parked my car i get out i go around the block and literally someone had taken a saw or something to the to the pole the whole sign was crumpled on the ground and broken devastating it was shocking. It was like, for me, it was like, I mean, I almost took it personal. It was, it, it's just like, that's not proper. I mean, I was really offended by that. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, have you heard of the, I need to bring it up, but the sign collective online, yes. um, the, you know, the vintage signs in there in California. So I immediately thought of you because a lot of them have also been doing quite a bit of work to, in the preservation sense. I mean, I think photography, even if it, you know, if it only can stop time, at least gives us some sort of record um, to go back to. Cause like you said, I mean, we can't recreate all of those things where, you know, one-offs and, and, you know, nobody really knows what it looks like anymore because now it's on the ground. But if you have a photo, even some artists have gone back to those representations and been able to restore it. So let's say the sign is still there and it does one day end up in a museum. You can look to the you know photograph and say, Oh, that that's the type of, uh, tubing they used or that might have been the color just based on what's around it you know if all the kind of enamels worn off or if the lettering isn't oh. there anymore they can actually hire like a you know a sign painter to come in and, and fill in that stuff so you know photography has a special place I think in sign making that doesn't necessarily get all the credit I think sometimes it might deserve especially as we move forward into kind of the future generations of what this stuff's going to look like and most of it is end up in collections or private collections if you will um, so yeah the uh, the technology that you're using too. I mean, any. I've also debated whether it's day or night shooting. Do you love one or the other? <laughs> okay, so that that is a great question. So, um, in the beginning of this process, this very conscious effort, um, in my mind, I was like, it's all about the night shot. 
So, um, you know, I would go out and, you know, I have a certain time of day. I don't want it to be pitch black. I want the sky to be in like a nice, um, still a very lovely dark blue. I want the lights to work, you know, like there's all of these requirements, right? But um, you go and you get what you get as far as what is uh, the available light and as far as if the neon is still working. But to answer your question, yes, initially my, my uh, focus was night shooting. And so with that, you know, there's a, there was the learning curve and, um, you know, just the uh, equipment associated with making it happen and, you know, the elements and basically where I shoot sometimes, you know, have to be, you have to be really aware of what you're doing. So there is an, kind of an element at night. So that's kind of, you know, it's a kind of a side story, but, um, you know, there's that. And then sometimes it was just like, well, you know, I wouldn't be in a town or a location where I, where I could be there at night. And so I just started learning to be more, um, I get the words not spontaneous, but just really learning to deal with what is. And so if I'm in a community or I made a road trip to a special place to document, you know, a, a certain neighborhood or whatnot, I had to do what I had to do with, you know, how things were. And then I kind of like that though, because now it's just like, it's really stepped up my game. And, and as far as, you know, learning how to, to um, deal with the light and the, you know, whether the neon's working or not working, but with that being said, um, I'm really enjoying day shooting now. And so, you know, these signs are so beautiful and, you know, like you put it, it's actually capturing a historical reference. And so, you know, it's the time and place they're in right now, although, you know, it's not representative maybe of their, you know, optimal, you know, former glory. They're still, you know, they're still beautiful in their own way. You know, the rusty patina or something that's a little broken. It's, it's, you know, to me, it's still super beautiful. And so the day shots, you know, to me are equally as, can be equally as beautiful as a night shot. So I think really for me, it's a matter of if the neon does work and I'm able to be there at night, that would be my preference. But um, I think they both have, you know, they have, they're both beautiful. Yeah, there's an alarming quality about some of this stuff. I mean, especially when you get towards the kind of the closer daytime shots, you even had photographers who work, I'm sorry, painters who work from photography, obviously. Um, who will kind of channel this sort of realism type of way of working. And a lot of times they brought up some of the subject matter of, you know, well, I like the fact that it's not pretty. And I like the fact that it's gone through this kind of hellish era of <laughs> degradation. I think what's happened is, you know, they've kind of recognized that they can't change that, but there's something okay with that. And that that's kind of become part of their work. Whereas there are certain signs that, you know, that are just too iconic to, you know, sort of be left, you know, you're, a few of them that I really kind of touched on from your, your show um, that just kind of caught my eye and I really appreciate it was American Ice Company, um, uh, You Shot Club Raven. These are all in Sacramento, by the way. Um, the Tower Theater, which is just, I mean, just what a marvelous sign. The, the kind of, uh, you know, level of care that's gone into some of these signs to keep them looking the way they did is, is really remarkable. Um, I think it shows the, obviously the, the renewed interest in neon. Um, have you met some of the people that are behind that kind of maintain some of these signs or um, maybe the original owners? I mean, we had stories of people coming out and being like, Oh yeah, I know the guy who did this or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. I really, I mean, you name it. I, I've, I've had the stories either that are related back to the sign itself, or I've had patrons of places that I document, you know, give me their nostalgic memories. Um, 
I've met people that are in the community in Sacramento that um, have platforms for preservation. Um, one of the organization is called Sacramento Modern and um, Gretchen Steinberg, she actually is all about preserving um, modern art and she has a platform specific to the preservation of neon. And so she was the one directly responsible for um, taking one of our local uh, companies, Gunther's Ice Cream, and she actually got it registered as a local landmark. And so um, I just think that's, that's phenomenal, you know, to be able to have, it's actually just, Gunther's just celebrated their 80th anniversary, like last, last week. And so um, just knowing that kind of heritage and that type of um, care is, you know, is taking place and, you know, people that have all of their, you know, generational memories around these certain things is, is awesome. But yeah, as, and as far as the stories go, I mean, I have so many, so many, and I think that's probably the favorite part of my process, you know, the road trip gets me and then just talking to people. I love it. Mm -hmm. And there's something unique about too, is that were there any kind of shots that you had kind of hoped to get towards the end? Are you still kind of considering, are you still going out there and, and taking signs on or is it kind of, are you um, kind of putting a wrap for now on signage? I mean, now that we have kind of uh, kind of ended that show that you put together. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. No, actually I think there's more road ahead than behind. Um, I feel like that was an opportunity to, to take a, um, you know, a very focused approach and, um, I'm hooked. So there's so many trips that I had planned, um, for this year that are slightly postponed, but, um, they're going to happen and it's all about the sign. And, you know, you had mentioned about the historical reference and that's really the place I think that I come from now is I don't know how long some of this may exist. And so I'm really focused on, you know, documenting that and sharing that. And, um, you know, I, I've also had the opportunity to see how people react to things and, you know, just stories about, oh, I, I, use, I drive by that every day and I never looked at it that way before. Mm -hmm. and so I think part of what I do um, allows people to see things maybe differently, but it also um, generates a lot of, of memories. And I think that's really fun. But yes, yeah. the signs are still, uh, you know, happening. I'm still shooting currently. You know, I can be out in my car looking around and, and scouting things out and, you know, seeing, seeing what's going on. And, you know, just when you think you've, you've got everything maybe in your own city, you really, it, there's still more. And so, but to your point, a lot of it is going away. And so anything I can do to, you know, get it documented is really important to me. Yeah, and we touched, I think, before we started rolling, we said something about Instagram and kind of your ability to kind of invite people into your work. How has that played a role? Do people kind of reach out to you and say, hey, did you know about this sign? Like, have, has they been, because I find it pretty welcoming uh, as far as the community, you know, that's out there. But do you ever find yourself surprised by like, oh, I never knew that is right around the corner? <laughs> well, there, you know, there is that. That's been really fun. I mean, I've had um, people that, you know, even friends, I've had friends say, you know, that they've looked at my work and we've had conversations and then I'm getting texts like, Oh, I was driving to San Francisco today and I saw this, this, and this, have you ever thought of that? You know? And so it's really fun to get those referrals and, and see the enthusiasm out there. And yeah, Instagram has been great, you know, connecting with um, all types of people, you know, there's, there's people who are into just, you know, local history. There's people that are just enjoy, you know, some American, 
Americana or, you know, like road trips or like Route 66. I mean, there's so many different types of people that have this shared interest. And so, you know, I've really enjoyed um, my evolution. And then as much as, you know, I, I've seen others doing what they do. And so, you know, I didn't really actually know there was a community for this. And so, um, you know, knowing that now it's been super fun and also to see like, you know, there are people that have been the same place that I have, or I've, and I've been into a place that they have and, you know, their, t their take on it. And it's just, yeah, I would say Instagram and, um, just other ways of sharing have been really a great way to, um, you know, make my work get out there and then learn more about what other people are doing. And it helps too, I think, when you see the variations between different photos, like the same person could shoot the same sign and I find them wildly different, which I find fascinating. Like, <laughs> it's like, it could be the same time frame, but it's still just such a different photo. Um, and I also understand you're, you know, jumping back over, you're half Portuguese. We had um, Zez and Mariana from Neon watching. There's tons of Neon over there too. So I was even thinking like, you know, even globally, have you ever thought about going on and shooting Neon as well? Uh, I have. Um, actually, we went to Japan, um, I'm going to say a couple of years ago, and I actually did go out shooting in Osaka and Tokyo, and um, that I would love to go back and continue that there. Um, but as far as like Portugal, there's so many great signs in Lisbon. And so I have been looking abroad and, you know, seeing the culture that exists, you know, obviously in other countries. And yeah, I would love to do this anywhere and everywhere. I can. And I actually know what I do now is when I know I'm going to go on a trip or if I'm going to invent a trip, <laughs> even if it's not, um, you know, a photography trip per se, I will, you know, incorporate that into the trip. So I make sure I do the research and the looking around and seeing, you know, what, what could, you know, what's out there that I could take advantage of while I'm in, you know, a different place. No, I like that. I like the ability to kind of take what you learn in the States and kind of, you know, drill down further into maybe that, you know, cause there's so many, I guess what caught me off guard, especially when I first jumped online is Instagram um, was to see the, the various communities inside of these different countries. And I uh, just how developed the language was, you know, sign making wasn't this thing that just happened here. And then it kind of went everywhere. It just, it has a life of its own. And um, there's people there continuously making neon and, um, they even have, you know, collections that they have of their own of, you know, and they're, it's very different. Um, so that's a fun way. I think just an uh, interesting segue. I'd love to see that kind of people take advantage of that. They're, I mean, obviously traveling isn't <laughs> as open as we'd like um, right, you know, right. due to COVID, but the, the advice I have for photographers is, yeah, is that, you know, you're, I guess you're just an arm's distance away from taking a photo of, of something that might turn into something really exciting. You know, you never know where I guess your next, um, you know, inspiration comes from. So that's kind of fun. Um, you just kind of drill into, but just take your camera and go. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, and there, I mean, and there's different approaches for everything, you know, even if, um, you know, you can go and look at something and, you know, it can be just like, you know, it's just, it's just a snap, but no, as trying to make something that feels um, a little bit different that I'm just not standing there and just taking a snap, you know, I'm trying to, trying to, carve out something interesting as well. And, um, you know, perspective is super important and, you know, what to include and what not to include. And, you know, just a lot of times it is a sign. A lot of, sometimes it's, you know, the building and the sign. And then, you know, if you 
go out even wider, you know, there's, there's other thing to other things to consider. So it's, you know, it's all part of that process. It's like, what are we, what am I going to consider in this? What do I want to include? And what do I, what, what do I want, what am I trying to say here? You know, what I want to show and how, you know, like you had mentioned the American ice company, you know, that, that really is probably one of my favorite pictures because, you know, it's, it's capturing a certain time of day, you know, it will never look that way again with the, the clouds and the way the sky is. It was just after a rainstorm and it was how, you know, the, the sun was just sort of shining through the clouds again at that, that time. But it was, it was a early evening shot and the neon was on and yeah, you could really see all the rust and, and uh, you know, the patina and just, you know, everything was just, you know, just, it was just showing itself. And, it, and I felt like, you know, it's, it's, it was such a dichotomy of this, this like this beautiful sky and this old sign, but just together, it was just the, the flavor was, to me, was really, really beautiful. But what I'm trying to say is it's like, I captured it during a time of day that I wasn't expecting. And then, you know, to have that there in a photograph is, it, it's like a little time capsule. So it's kind of Yeah, fun. I think so. It's a, and also too, I think we lived through this era of like, everybody's a photographer now, especially with phones. So I really do like the, the consistency in some of the photography, especially when it comes to uh, neon. Cause I do think some of it is a bit half baked. I mean, that's not something personal against anybody taking photos of neon. Cause I think everybody should really go out there and just shoot as much as you can with whatever you've got. But it's nice to be able to see a, a collection of work and to know there's like, you know, there's some uh, sort of integrity, you know, creative, you know, direction that's involved other than just like just to have it. Because some of it can turn into quickly turn into sort of eye candy for a lot of people. And so these types of, of, of this type of work is, is very beneficial. Like I told you earlier, a lot of sign makers will look for this work because it allows them to, you know, either create work off of that or um, go back and kind of survey, okay, well, this is what it looked like 20 years ago. Here it is, you know, um, certain people will post about this. It's really kind of an exciting point where they'll share a slideshow. So here was the sign in the 30s, here's the sign in the 60s, and then there's oh, kind right. of this, you know, additional adaptation of it in the 80s. And so that's kind of fun. Um, whether you like it or not, I guess, you know, you could say there's some kind of <laughs> uh, transfer formative type of things going on where people would say, oh, that's not the sign anymore, but that's to argue, I guess, for a different show. But um, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, there has been some restoration done, but I, I think, and I'll speak for myself, I feel like in lieu of the sign not being there at all, you know, um, and someone wants to fix it a little bit or whatever, I just think that, you know, yeah, it might be a different iteration of how it was, or, you know, maybe it's been fixed, but the fact that it's, it remains is, is pretty cool. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I've seen other things too, where there's been businesses that come into a place and, um, you know, it's no longer, you know, the ice skating rink. Right. And so that the, in Los Angeles, um, there is a, a skating rink and an ice skating rink and it is now a Harbor Freight tools. And I don't know how long ago, you know, uh, that happened, but through talking to people, um, they said, oh, yeah, when Harbor Freight went in there, um, the community was really concerned about what was going to have happened to the skating rink sign. And, you know, they took it into consideration and good for them. They left the sign. And so there's this big skating rink sign down there and next to Harbor Freight Tools. And so it's just kind of fun when people with new businesses can feel it, too, that, yeah, we're, we're going to keep this, even though it doesn't really relate to what we're doing you know, it's, it's important enough. 
Mm -hmm. And I think there's a, a significance behind that. I mean, some signs um, have really struggled to find a home. Either they were just too big or they just created so much, um, you know. But when the sign is kind of there and there's really no reason to kind of have to adjust around it, it's kind of neat that the community can do those things because it's really the people's voice that kind of makes that change. Um, you know, obviously, larger corporations don't really have the, the best interest when it comes to old signage. <laughs> right. So. And, you know, people just don't, don't see, you know, they don't, it, they don't feel that it, you know, they don't, they just see it for how they see it through that, their lens. And so, you know, it, it would, sometimes it has to come, you know, they have to be educated or sold on why they, they, you know, why it'd be a good idea to keep it. But, you know, there are a variety of neon museums um, that are doing a fabulous job, you know, when they find out about, you know, a certain sign, maybe it's going to come down, they can't get it to be, um, you know, remain in the same location and then they're saved and, 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 you know, put in their museum and there's, you know, great museums. There's, you know, there's one in California, there's the one in Vegas. Um, you know, there's several of them, as you know, that are doing, you know, they're proactive about saving the signs. And mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, that's great. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think you've gotten, um, uh, a few different options for, for things like that, where in the past, I don't know what they would have, looked at that as you know it might not have been so kind to that um do you have any advice for listeners that want to get out there and shoot me on they're just kind of like well you know i'd love to go out there and do that and then they kind of just get them going um well it's you know i think it's like what i would say hone into why you want to do it um you know a lot of times even photography for me in general is um it it combines a, a lot of my interests um, one being outside two walking around. Um, and so I feel lucky. It's like, I get to be outside, walk around and, you know, do photography. And so, and then I, you know, purposely pick the places that I go and the things that I, you know, I gravitate towards. So, um, I would say, you know, go out, you know, what are your reasons for doing it? May not know now, you may know later, but keep at it. I mean, just like anything in life if you keep out something that you feel strongly about or passionate about, you know, you're going to learn and grow and improve. And, you know, you don't know who you may meet along the way or what, you know, direction the road may go. But I, if anything, it's just, you know, you don't always have to have the best of the best gear and equipment and all this stuff. You know, that's not, shouldn't be a deterrent. Start with what you have and go from there. Don't let anything get in your way and just, you know, be careful. I would say that with a neon, be, be, be aware of your surroundings. Um, yeah, take all good advice, I think. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really, uh, you know, especially when, when it comes to a time where people are just kind of just trying to figure out what to do, you know, <laughs> we've got some some uh, excitement around that. So just trying to inspire people a little bit there. Um, but really good sound advice. And you also have, I mean, products coming up, but I do want to sh share one thing. You've got custom frame fine prints going on from the Nostalgia Collection. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think it's important to give artists this, the, the value in that. You know, people are listening right now. They do collect neon. They're out there making neon. Um, you've got work that you have online. A lot of it has moved, but there's still some things out there, and I, I think they're very powerful images. So you want to talk a little bit about that? I would love to. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so, so um, this um, – for the last few weeks, I've been doing a spring promotion and um, it's from my neon collection. And um, yes, it's actually been very successful. So um, it's had an opportunity that I've been, you know, people out there that maybe came to my show in January that started um, 
following me and whatnot. I've, I've been, you know, people have been reaching out to me, but yes, it's there. It's on my platform, Cali Native Creative on Instagram. And, um, you know, there's images I have, what do I have? So many, um, can't think of the High Low Motel. I have uh, Foothill Skate Inn um, and quite a few. You'll be able to, to see on there. But yeah, the, the um, event that I've been having with my prince has been really successful. And that is the direction that, um, you know, I w intended all along. I really wanted to be able to document these signs, but I wanted to go in the direction of making fine art prints that people can uh, surround themselves, you know, with and so that, you know, gives them something nostalgic in their life and that feel good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, definitely check out the website, everybody. And, um, you know, you can still follow uh, Renee on Instagram as well. Um, we'll put links in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, I just really want to say thanks for coming on the show and, and putting us and connecting us with your work. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>